Last time on Scattered Abroad. He's like, brother, he's like, I just got out of the health clinic. He's like, I'm, I'm just got patches to fight off my addictions. He's like, this is amazing. He's like, this is what I needed. This continuation of Josh's interview highlights how his initial career path of physical therapy looks very different from the path God paved thereafter. Josh also emphasizes what has currently helped his faith as the world seems to be tearing at the seams. His motto, balance. So I get back in the truck and I shared with the, the testimony with that church sister and she was kind of like blown away. So it's just amazing how God, he knows exactly what people need. You know what I mean? So he does. And it's just, it's awesome that you obeyed, you know, because honestly, I agree in those moments, sometimes it's like, well, I'm doing this and that, or maybe not this person, or even the fact that you, you didn't think those other tracks were going to work out for him. You, you could have just decided no tracks altogether and just pass them by. But yeah. that knew what he needed. And it's just, that's beautiful. Thanks yeah, for sharing that, that testimony. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear the others, but I appreciate you sharing the one. <laughs> no problem. No problem, sister. So um, just on a, a different note, really quickly, um, more so on the route of uh, education and career even, or, you know, your, your trajectory in terms of working. So you mentioned you went to college. May I ask what you studied? Yeah, yeah. So um, when I went to college, I studied um, health, wellness, and fitness. So it was kind of like a total, you know, um, encompassing health perspective on how to live better, how to eat better, um, and how to, you know, exercise so that you would have a healthy lifestyle. So I really enjoyed the program. I really was using, going to use it as a stepping stone to further my education into uh, like physiotherapy or kinesiology, those branches of, of, you know, education. But God had a different pathway planned for me. Uh, it was really great. We learned a lot. Um, I, I actually was, you know, had to get my personal training certification um, in order to complete the course as part of the course outline. Um, so it was really good. You know, in terms of practical knowledge, I learned a lot about healthy lifestyles. Wasn't really ready. It's funny how God works. I really wasn't ready to accept the health message, even though I was getting it from, you know, like a worldly institution. And they're telling you all these things about like eating right and like how all these foods have certain impacts. But uh, yeah, it was a great opportunity to meet a lot of people. I really, it was a blessing to have those people in, a, in my life. And I, I actually received one of the best pieces of advice um, in college, which was never react, always respond. And, you know, I, like this man is preaching from, you know, the word of God, whether he realizes it or not, because as Christians, I think oftentimes we're so easily put off, you know, by, you know, false doctrines or whatever the case may be. And instead of just hearing the person out where they may be in a place of mistaken, you know, uh, identity or mistaken theology we just like oh no that's wrong you know and we really have to learn that we cannot react we always have to respond especially when we know prophecy when we know i mean look at the world today uh we're we're so close to things that are about to just come upon this world we need to have a, a meekness a patience and a character that christ had um for work i had a bunch of different jobs throughout my life 
Um, I wanted to do the, the personal training stuff. Um, I thought about it, but I got called out. I worked at a bakery, which is like the total opposite of the health because uh, I was really into food at the time. Um, I worked at, uh, you know, a, a sushi restaurant for a little while. And then I also worked at, um, at Costco. And then, you know, I was really trying to figure out, okay, Lord, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Um, and then I had that experience while I was still kind of in the world. And that really drove, drove home the point that I need to do and work for Christ. Um, so that's when there was an opportunity that was presented before me for being a, a camp cook and working at a camp, a summer camp that also did ministries throughout the year. Um, but then it ended up actually being like a really huge blessing in my life. Um, when I finally accepted it, I was torn between working at this amazing job at Costco and, and making upwards or close to a six, you know, six figure salary to where somewhere nowhere close, but it's amazing how the, how God blesses and, and, you know, it was just, it was, it was an amazing experience. I worked there up until, you know, COVID and then because of COVID, you know, now I'm, I'm unemployed currently. Yeah. That does sound like a, a wellspring of a blessing there for yes. that, uh, that camp. That's pretty cool. That's yes. really neat. And um, I was going to ask, you know, how, if you were still able to use the knowledge from your studies, um, but it sounds like in a way you did, like even, even through cooking, you're still able to provide some type of health ministering through being a chef. So are there any other ways that you were able to apply your, the knowledge you acquired? Honestly, Monique, um, you know, I really have to say that I kind of dropped the ball as a Christian. I know we're always at different stages in our life and we're growing spiritually, mm -hmm. but I really didn't have that knowledge uh, and application or see those opportunities until kind of like afterwards it was like, oh man, what have I been doing this whole time? Uh, the first year, I was really just growing as a Christian and God was repairing people. There was uh, quite a few turnarounds in the uh, staff that were there. Mm -hmm. But it's amazing how God cons consistently brought more people in my pathway that were hired, that were more relatable and then more godly to be able to give me that information um, that would actually help me grow in my spiritual walk. So, you know, in terms of practical application, there's a lot of youth that come through there, right? And so I was able to pray with people. By the last year I was working there, I really convicted, pray with these groups, you know, the church groups that come every weekend. And then during the summer camp, pray with those staff individually, the ones that are, you know, going through puberty, they're going through their changes in this world and, and they're really discovering who they are. They're struggling with their walk with God, pray for them. And it was amazing, like, when I finally felt convicted to do that, the responses, people were so like touched and moved. And like, I'm like, woe is me. Like, I'm just, I'm just this guy, you know, but, but it's just amazing that just by showing someone that you care enough to pray for them and pray for their, their struggles and their shortcomings, how, how, how fast the Holy Spirit can move on their hearts. So. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. And I hopefully, you know, that opportunity maybe might open up again. We're not quite sure, you know, how this yeah. whole um, coronavirus situation is going to unfold. But even that being said, you know, a lot of um, everyone's life was, was touched this year, you know, with everything that happened. And I think it was one, a wake up call and two, a kind of shift in gear of, okay, where are we heading now? You know, life right. not necessarily going to return 
back to normal exactly. And I don't think it should. I don't think that's what God in, intends at all um, when there are changes that take place in our lives. So with seeing everything going on right now, um, even prophecy being fulfilled, we see the, the close-knitness of church and state coming together and different laws being passed, a lot of immorality in the world. What have your thoughts been in, in soaking all of this in? Because I think for some people, it could cause you to be in a state of paralysis where you're like, I don't know what to do. It could cause you to want to just ignore it all or it can really ignite you to want to be even more diligent for the Lord. So in your case, how are you, how are you dealing with all of these, you know, these events going on right now? That's a great question, Monique. Um, honestly, I feel like the best defense is offense. And Satan is really, really trying. I, I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to play around or, or beat around the bush. Like I've struggled. This has been a hard period of time, um, especially because, you know, I was just learning the truths about the sanctuary uh, by God's grace and, and learning about like the true fundamentals of our faith, the history of our faith, the reformers, all these things right before COVID hit. And so, um, you know, by God's grace, he was preparing me and he was giving me, you know, the, the ability to get through this storm, but man, oh man, if I had taken the time to spend more time reading and studying how much better of a defense I would have now. Um, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot for anyone, any person that's well-versed in the faith, who's, who has a big backbone, but especially challenging for those people who are like just baby Christians or just like on the cusp, um, but God is, God is graceful, right? And God is merciful. And he, he's allowing people to wake up, even in this time, to see like, hey, listen, this is real. This is happening. And we need to, we need to formulate strong bonds. Iron sharpens iron here. We need to really be there for each other. And personally for me, um, less criticizing, less judgment, and more action has really helped me. Uh, really trying to get back on the bandwagon of integrating personal fasts into my weekly schedule. Um, that has really helped. And just like, even just finding the motivation um, to just get up an hour earlier or whatever and study, like just study the word of God, read over passages and pray. It just, there's night and day difference. Like the days in which I have a lackluster study in the morning and prayer time with God, it's like the day is like ruined. Like it's basically like a write off. So that's, that's what I would say, and, and outreach too, that really continues to keep things in your perspective of to how blessed you are and how the Lord is still with you, even if at times you feel I'm caught up in social media or I'm caught up in this sin or whatever, God is still with you. Look at what he's providing for you through this. You know, there's still people that are far worse off um, and that need ministering to. Amen. Amen. Thank you. And my last question, actually. Um, would be for all those young adults who, like you said, it's been a hard time for everybody, um, for young Christians in the faith, for people who have known these truths for generations upon generations, it's, mm. it's a shaking time, you know, a time of shaking. And um, what would your encouragement be, besides what you've already said, but what would your additional encouragement be to uh, young people who are really just torn between either standing fully for God or just giving, giving up and going right into the world? My best advice would be two, twofold. Learn the, the, the things of the past. Learn 
and write down experiences that God has given you to bring you through to this point. Especially if you're struggling, you need to have a record of what is going on with your life and to consistently and constantly remind you that God has been with you and is continuing to bring you through these trials. And the other thing I can tell you is um, don't look to others. Look to Christ. Um, he is your example. He is your role model. Whenever you're struggling with something, go to the word of God first. Go to Christ first on your knees. There's the only way they're going to get through this battle is to understand the message of Christ's righteousness and to be able to have a practical knowledge of, of helping others and stop focusing on ourselves and, and just nitpicking our own salvation and, and pouring out into other people of, of showing them and sharing with them the love of Christ. This is the only thing that has helped me. And I see it more and more like that it balance, 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 make sure that your life is balanced, your diet, whatever you can, you know, ask God to help you and convict you on things that are going to help your life be more balanced. And as long as you're balanced, whatever storm comes, if you have built your house upon the solid rock, then the waves will have no effect upon you. Amen. And with that, are there any last words that you would like to share? Anything on your heart? Yeah, just continue to pray for those who are uh, less fortunate than us and, and that are currently going through persecution. Um, we live a really lax lifestyle and we have to consistently remind ourselves what time we're living in. Otherwise it's so easy, like you said, to fall back asleep. Um, so pray for those, not only that are going through hard times, but pray for those who are persecuting you and your church or otherwise. And they may be going through struggles that you have no idea. And by praying for them, you're actually freeing them from the bondage that Satan seeks to keep them in. So yeah, what a selfless prayer. It's beautiful. And with that, Josh, would you mind closing us out in prayer? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much, Lord, for this opportunity to come and, and to discuss, Father, um, the blessings that you've had in my life and, Father, the, the blessings that you continue to pour out upon your children and your people during this time. Father, we know that we are living in a time of division, a time of oppression. Lord, there's so many awful and sick things going on in this world. Even this week, Father, I've heard of a uh, a, a black man that was gunned down 20 times, Lord, um, it's just totally unnecessary. The spirit of evil, Father, is, is working so hard to cause division, hatred, and hurt people, Father, in this time. But I just pray that you would continue to work with your sheep, that we would go out there and make ourselves vulnerable to be with those who have been oppressed, to be with those who have been, Father, hurt and broken, to be with those who are homeless and less fortunate than us. And Father, not to start a political movement, but Lord, to really identify with their heart and to really identify with the pain and suffering that they have felt and to really show them the character of Christ. And so I pray that, Father, we would invite them into your house and we would be examples of your work, of your ministry. Continue to pour out on us your spirit, Lord. We need help to continue to finish this work and also to be a light for you. Help us to be like Moses, Father, that is so passionate about your character that we would be rather blotted out than to damage your character. Help us to be humble, to be meek, and Father, to follow your wisdom and your guidance everywhere we go. I thank you so much for Monique. I thank you for this unique ministry and this opportunity to share your word and to share your testimonies, Father, with your children. 
And I pray that you would bless her, bless the listeners of this, and may everyone receive a blessing is our prayer in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.